everybody. It's time for another episode. It's time to get real with the real world of sales, a show that's really catching on quickly here at OC Talk Radio and becoming one of our most interesting conversations because our host finds the most interesting people doing really amazing things and then talks about how they sell themselves in these services here. Uh, so without any further ado, the woman who's pulling it all together here, Ashley V. Welcome, Ashley V. Thanks, Paul. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. We want to give a shout out to our new sponsor, Earth Vodka. They've been picked as the best new vodka by wine enthusiasts. And they're right here in Orange County. So make sure you check them out. And we have an amazing guest here today. We have Marissa Almanik. Um, Marissa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, definitely. Marissa is an author, an entrepreneur, professional dancer. Marissa, why don't you tell us a bit about where you're from, how you grew up, and how you became who you are today, being so successful? <laughs> a lot a lot of tenacity. I'm from Miami and born and raised here. I've been dancing my whole life. And I always really, to be honest, had a vision for myself to have a dance company. So as I was telling you earlier, I at one point moved to LA to pursue commercial dancing after I finished getting my BFA in dance performance. And then I finally moved back to Miami to start my dance company. However, the interesting part, the thing that I never really planned to do was actually professionally pursue writing. But in 2020, I sustained like a career ending double meniscus tear, which required four surgeries over the last couple of years. Oh my gosh. And so, yeah. So I did this pivot and I have been writing, just it was sort of anonymous and secret. The world knew me as a dancer and choreographer, period. That's been my career for the last 10 years. So writing was already like, it was already like my secret, but um, here we are. I finally, you know, some things happen and you just go for it, right? Right, right. And so so dancing has been, um, you know, a really important part of your life. And as far as like business, entrepreneurship and your book, so, and you also incorporated dancing in your book, which I read, the Rebel and Venus book, and um, it's a remarkable book. So, why do you, you know, take us to, like, what made you decide to write your book in the first place? Yeah, the book, I, again, like, I never set out to write this book, but to be honest, the things that were happening for me, was, along with the meniscus surgeries, I also, two weeks after my first repair surgery i lost my best friend to suicide a couple months after that the pandemic hit yeah yeah and and Mm -hmm. so you know the industry i mean the world even just sort of shut down and i think this happened for a lot of people aside from the personal things that had happened to me i think the pandemic shifted a lot for a lot of people forced us into like internalized retrospection so that really happened with me and i found myself though in a dark place and I've always been a very go-getter like as you said my company I built from scratch um and and, wow, that's and as amazing. a woman I always found that to be thank you. yeah and I was really you know proud of that I've never not been motivated and I've always and I've been told no so many times with grants and I would find ways to to make the shows happen anyway and always find a way to pay my dancers and you know never give up but I found myself yeah. in a pretty dark place so oh, I started okay. writing and mm-hmm. um yeah writing is really huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I found um, the writing I took a little bit more seriously once I, you know, unexpectedly shared it with somebody. And the book itself, you know, it's the here's the book. (laughs) But the book itself is really about two friends. Uh And something that I really wanted to key in on is the power of our friendships. 
beyond the surface and the power of vulnerability between friends and how, how that can not just save each other, but ourselves. So, right. you know, the, mm-hmm. the book so is the really book, about friendship. Okay. I see. And then, so the book I noticed, it's, um, it's about your character and the character, is it kind of like about yourself? Is it kind of like the book is written about your own life or is it just a fiction book? It's semi-autobiographical. Um, it is fiction. Okay. I pulled a lot uh, from it's not entirely my story, um, but a lot of it is heavily inspired by my own story, yes. Okay, okay. Because I was wondering that, like, maybe um, if it was about you, why you didn't write autobiography instead of a um, fiction book using a character to portray you? I think just, yeah, I think just my, you know, my background in the theater and entertainment and what I know, I, I love the freedom to how I want to create something and how I wanted to present something. And the book is almost written like a screenplay and a book. Okay. I wanted to take some creative liberties as well, just with how I told the story and pieces as I wrote, you know, I don't know about every, every other writer, but you sort of imagine something and then once you get into it, it evolves. And so the way these characters and the story evolved also kind of migrated from my own true story. So it just, it, it didn't fit in the perfect box of a, of a memoir. So I allowed it to become Mm -hmm. what it, what it became. I see. Yeah. Because that's what I was wondering, you know, if you're, if you're an author and you want to write a book that's about your own life in a way, and you want to sell it and promote it, is there something there? in the way you're going to promote your book that determines if you're writing an autobiography or writing a book like you did with your character that's about yourself yes i think there's definitely power in it um what i'm definitely leading with especially with like the publicity tour is that i i do very much that this i'm a trauma survivor myself and so i do own that part of the book very much um the the parts that are very close to home are the the, the more traumatic parts and how I've had to navigate my own trauma. Also almost losing, you know, my own self to myself as I as I said. But I think right. that there's also mm-hmm. power yeah. in, in fiction. You know, I think that like that's where fables come from and folklore and theology even. We use these very truth inspired stories to 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 tell, you know, the meaning of the story that we're trying to say. So I think that when you're when you decide to write a fiction or a memoir, as as long as you're being authentic in where it comes from and who you are behind that story, I think that because of my own experience, I was better able to give actual empathetic life to these characters. And so I use right. that as far as mm-hmm. when it goes to marketing this, you know, that I have that I, I, I have that ability that maybe some others may not, you know? Yeah, definitely. I see you're saying and um the character Layla when she was um going through a lot of um, traumatic experiences in relationships and friendships in the book it was very relatable i think that a lot of people can um, heal from even reading your book and they can relate to it and it can be really powerful for them is there any audience that you wanted to focus your book for well a hundred percent um even the dedication when you first read the book it says for the girls and anyone daring to live a life free of shame I think that the unfortunate truth is that a lot of um, female um, uh, um, Americans, but also in other parts of the world, but this is such an American story, have experienced, whether it's like very benign or intensely traumatic, some sort of 
sexual trauma. And um, I think just also there's so much there's so much um, suffering with depression and anxiety. We just lost another, you know, famous actor today to a gunshot suicide. And I think that I also really wanted people who Mm -hmm. struggle with depression and anxiety and even suicide and thoughts of that to know that they're not a burden and they can even see themselves as a hero so much so that they're able to seek the help that they may get because when you carry so much shame and feeling like there's something wrong with you i think that that gets in our own way and and i use our very strongly because Mm -hmm. i am one of those people who is still constantly navigating this and so it's yeah yeah you know that's what's really amazing too about your story is that and you know how the book is similar is that you've overcome a lot and you're still successful you've been a professional dancer author and um, entrepreneur and so I like that you overcame it that's what I um when I read the book at the end of it how Layla um she goes to therapy and she ends up um you know trying to heal from her depression and anxiety is there going to be a second book that you're going to write that's going to show us like what happened to Layla and how her life has changed that's kind of something I was wondering at the end because I'm like what's happening next like what's you know gonna happen to her and I was like oh I want to (laughs) know I know. It's so funny. I think actually what I'm going to do, because I have actually started to write a second book, but it it has nothing to do with actually Rebel and Venus. But you're not the first person to ask that. And so what I've been wanting to do with the one Uh year from when it was published was just in May. I want to do a a re-release of a second edition with an epilogue of maybe like one to two chapters of of what happens next and, and add that in as like a special edition. Yeah, that'd be great. I think it would be neat because um, it's a very it's a very good book to read. It's very fast and easy, and it's very interesting. It wasn't boring at all, and and I was able to finish the book right away. It's like I I wanted to always know what was going to happen next, and it was really relatable. It was kind of like reading like taking therapy reading the book. I <laughs> really it was very helpful, and the book that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think it can help a lot of people, like you said, girls, and then also even the queer community because there were. Um, some relationships as well that you described yes. and some um, you know abuse and different things that happened so is that also a target audience for your book oh for sure um, I definitely label myself a queer in the author um, and Layla the protagonist herself is also queer and what was interesting about though writing this why I made Layla queer was less to do with me but when writing okay. this my experience with trauma and and being you know out and queer a lot of times with with girls or women specifically when you say that you're now gay or queer and a lesbian and you also have had sexual trauma sometimes that gets lumped into the same uh, oh well that that must be why you're gay and so i wanted to write sure. a character that ex- that is of both experiences and showing that one has nothing to do with the other and one doesn't inform the other they can be two very different experiences experienced by the same person and sure, so that was I important see. for me to write mm-hmm. that into the into the book yeah no, definitely. I think that's great. I think that is, um, you know, important topic to also address nowadays. And um, mm. there's just so much happening. And, um, you know, for your books, um, you know, Rebel and Venus and your next book, how are you um, promoting it to different groups? Like what kind of um, sales strategies are you doing? And, you know, there's a lot happening in the news and you're in Florida. The the governor there is always fighting Disney and things. And uh, so. <laughs> yes, to say that he is always <laughs> fighting Disney and things. That is yeah. a nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how do you get your book out there right now during these times and everything? 
It has been interesting. Um, in Florida specifically, it's it has been, a, as you said, it's there's like a book ban, for example, and this race theory, there's an anti-woke movement happening. So I haven't been able to, in Florida, wow. been able to get the book into libraries or the schools because of what's happening here, which is very so because it is a queer, So because it's a queer book, you can't have it in any libraries in There's Florida. also a story um, about abortion. In the in the oh, in the wow. book as well. That's so they won't let any books pro... like that be in the libraries or schools it's, or anywhere. Well, so what's happening is there's different teachers or or parents. It's still a little ambiguous how that's happening, but they're going around into libraries reading books. This notoriously just happened with one of the Amanda wow. Foreman uh, poetry didn't... books. Oh my god! That somebody like a parent cited it, filled out a paper, and said something as basic as like. Uh, I don't trust the way, like, like I don't like the lesson this is teaching my child, basically. Wow. Oh my and gosh. so because this is allowed in Florida, Crazy. people are really, you know, moving with it. So as far as that goes, I've sort of been mm -hmm. like, it's the, the promotion has been then guerrilla style. As far as the teenage market goes, thankfully from dance, I have okay. this group mm -hmm. of, you know, teenagers that I've used, that I've taught and students at the University of Miami. And so through like actual personal connections, I've been able to target that specific um, market. My friend in Orlando who runs like That's this great. big gay mm -hmm. burlesque night, you know, you sort of have to mm -hmm. guerrilla market it. Um, I see. And so, wow. and yeah, beyond Florida, there's been a, a you know, a different, it's <laughs> easier. I'm going to use the word easier. It's been, it's been easier to access yeah. or get the book distributed, um, you know, not have to fight fear, which so is understandable as well. You know, and that's what's been, it's been crazy to me because I feel like if you don't want your kids to read certain books, just tell them, don't read these books. You know, I mean, if you're a parent, like, yeah. why do you have to always patrol everything? I mean, you can't make anything perfect. I know. I think that's so bizarre. Maybe in California here, nobody really cares. I mean, we have like major issues happening. <laughs> Florida's so. always been bizarre. Like, I feel like I have inspiration for, for years just from Florida stories alone. But this, what's happening politically is a new, has been new. It's it's also causing uh -huh. like a, you know, a migration, which is understandable. But, you know, it is what it yeah. is. And so, like, as an entrepreneur and making things successful, you don't give up. You find Definitely. your way, you know, through it. And, mm -hmm. mm, you know, and also, thankfully, I can also move this book beyond the state, which I am. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and we're going to get more into that, Marissa. Um, right now, we just wanted to also um, mention our Earth Vodka new sponsor and give another shout out to them because they have some awesome stuff happening right now, too. And let's do that. Let's cut to a quick commercial here while we ponder everything you guys are telling us here today here. We want you to cool down. If things are getting too hot out there, cool down with exceptionally smooth and clean Earth Vodka. Winner the best new vodka from Wine Enthusiast Magazine. And did you know, it's based here in Orange County, Earth Vodka is made locally to reduce the carbon footprint and uses labels made from recycled paper, for example, all to help the earth and enjoy your drink at the same time. Gluten-free, made from grain, 40% alcohol, and handcrafted by their local expert team. You can impress your friends with Earth Vodka in a martini, a mojito, or other cocktails. We threw mojito in because we're talking about Florida here today and Cuba. <laughs> and you can get Earth Vodka at BevMo and Total Wine and more. Of course, you got to be 21 and over to try it. But if you have any questions or if you want more information, you can contact us here or contact Earth Vodka. Follow them on Instagram 
and check it out. Can I ask a quick question? I'm just sitting here listening to this amazing story. I'm an old white guy listening to these new tales from the frontier here. And you're right at the front lines of where this culture clash is happening here. Was any of that an inspiration for you? Or has it been an, it's clearly been an obstacle locally. I, I, I guess, was this book just accidentally birthed at this moment, or was it part of a yeah. conscious effort in your part to make a statement here? No, it was definitely not intentional. The universe just seems to have a fun time with me. You know, like I definitely didn't plan the the four meniscus surgeries, no. you know, losing my friend, like the pandemic. Um, it, it's just like as the book was getting published, it almost didn't click because sometimes information is overwhelming. Um, and it didn't click until one of my friends, uh, well, she's like a, a, like a, I mentor her. She was, she was graduating high school. I gave her an early copy of the book. She sent me a picture of her, uh, holding the book in the cafeteria with her friends. But then she texted me, please don't post this on social media. So we are a teacher. Don't get in trouble. Uh-huh. And that's when I was like, oh, okay. And, Marissa, so, and that's also like the, it's also, um, your book is kind of correlates to the whole me too movement as well exactly yeah i mean this is our governor's anti-woke agenda the, the book uh, the only thing that's missing from it is that there's not a a specific black character but there's a lot of um brown latina characters very queer um very very um pro you know pro-choice uh, as i said the the, the abortion right. story mm-hmm. which is pretty pretty graphic yeah, also comical mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it was that um, but, was interesting for sure and i was like I was like, wow, this is like um, a really neat, like real life kind of um, example. It's like very like realistic to the situation, you know, before and after that people really don't think about. Well, yeah, and that's, you know, I feel like books to me have always, you know, books I write because books have saved me. Like I was always the girl, I would skip school and go to the library in downtown Miami. Um, It's how I, you know, learned about other experiences or especially coming out queer, you know, early. That was like when I was just in college when I decided to come out and I was in Tampa for college and there was like this one little tiny bookshelf with the gay experiences. <laughs> and I, I mean, I read every book on that shelf top to bottom because it was my first glance inside a world that I just, even though I wanted to I knew it was who I was. I, I, I didn't have this information or these conversations. And so, like, for example, that abortion mm-hmm. story, it's not that you're telling everybody to run out and go get, you know, go get pregnant so you can have an abortion. It's fun. But it is also right. if mm-hmm. this happens to you, here are the decisions you can make. Yeah. This is what it would be like. Mm-hmm. And also, you don't have to feel guilty about it or even some some sort of regret, which was also in, in, important for me because I think sometimes yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're meant to feel as though we have to apologize for our actions, not just for abortions, but for women and everything, how you dress, how you speak, you know, and that can become exhausting. So I really wanted to reflect that. Right. And it really I think your book is really um, helpful for building confidence and, um, you know, for women and just teaching women, you know, how it's like you're not alone. You know, there's other people. Mm -hmm. And and so how are you how are you promoting your book in um nowadays like what kind of cells are you doing your are you doing like outbound cells are you doing online cells both so definitely online through amazon and and kindle all the ebook platforms um amazon and then also um i also really love local bookstores so i've been also getting distribution in, in local bookstores um doing a book tour i had to Put a little uh, delay on it these last two months because I had to have that fourth uh, knee surgery, but it's picking up in September, wow. which I'll be in New York. Yeah, we hope you're. Um, you know, you're going to be okay. 
I mean, that's I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're tough, so we good. know that. You know, you're tough, and you're gonna write another book. So yeah, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing that I'm doing now is the audiobook. What was really interesting in the research, okay. and I just it took me a long time to make sure because I wanted it to be done a right way, so it, I just moved a little slower yeah. with it. But um, the research has shown that for publishing whatever type of book you're doing, whether it's independent or from a major publishing house, audiobook is the number one source of sales. So I'm really excited about wow. that. The book has yeah. been out since mm-hmm. May. Um, the audiobook will finally be available yeah. next month, and so that'll oh, also awesome. be the the next platform, which I have yet to step into. Yeah, no, that sounds great. I think audio, like you said, it's very um, it's very helpful and popular now because people can listen to your book as they're driving, as they're at the gym working out, as they're jogging. Yeah. It's just you know easier to to live your life and listen instead of reading and sitting down and things are really changing it's becoming digital so your book is on amazon Mm -hmm. rebel and venus is on amazon it's on barnesandnoble.com and then you have a website too right Uh, rebel and venus yes okay exactly which would have all this information as well as the book tour dates yeah so the book tour that's another awesome thing that i think you were um that i i saw is that you're actually going around and doing meet and greets right Yes, yes. I'm doing um, a live reading um, of a chapter from the book. And then I also have a moderator. Uh, she's an amazing friend, uh, Lutsi Segu. And she's here from Miami as well. She's agreed to go on the road with me. But we do a moderated Q&A and then open it up to the to the audience as well. So the whole thing goes on for about an hour. And then I do a book signing, which is, you know, it's so rewarding because those are the yeah. moments where this is all very new for me. But it's mm-hmm. the the connection of the readers that I that I really love about that part. You know, how the book is yeah, re- speaking definitely. to them. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's neat. You know, people can actually meet you and then ask you questions about your book, buy your book. You can mm-hmm. sign it. That's always fun, meeting an yeah, author. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Definitely. And so you're on the road across the whole country or certain areas? Yeah, yeah I'm going um, September. I'll be in, in New York. And then in October, back in uh, Orlando and Winter Park. And then also to Austin, Texas. And then, oh my God, Provincetown after that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's great. Those are, um, you know, and those are really cool. So we're working on, on some more spots as well, but that's where okay. we're at yet right now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, those are good places. You know, they're, um, you know, they're nearby. You can go to a lot of bookstores. So I really like that aspect too, because a lot of authors need to do more outbound sales, I think too, for their books, get their name out. So Marissa, you know, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, you have an amazing, remarkable book. It's going to help a lot of people, I'm sure. So everybody so go much. to, yeah, and go to, everybody go to Marissa's website, rebelandvenus.com, go to Amazon, buy her book there, contact her, and you can see where she's going to be at, so you can go visit her. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Ashley. You're welcome. Well, there you have it. One more reason to tune in each and every time. Meet some really interesting people doing some really unusual, special things out there. And the real challenges they have selling that to the world. Selling themselves right here on Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center. 